It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 KXDS Santa Clara. DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics. Welcome into the Radio Dixie 91.3 Pro pregame show being brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln here in St. George, Utah. Tonight is game two between the Trailblazers of Dixie State and the Aggies of New Mexico State in this one. Last night, the Trailblazers hung around with the Aggies but could not complete the comeback as they fell short with a 10-point loss to the Aggies, 76-66. Hello, everyone. I'm Martin Kelly, your broadcast tonight. Alongside my partner tonight, Kalen Webster, second time he's on the broadcast with me this season so far. Kalen, we had ourselves a good game last night, just not a good finish. For the Trailblazers last night, they definitely had a chance to win game one of a two-series between the Aggies and the Trailblazers last night. Just just came up just a bit short. Yeah, they, they went on runs consistently. We would cut it down to two, cut it down to three, cut it down to four, and then they let New Mexico State go back on another run, be back 12 to 15. And they kept coming back, but they never could cut that deficit to zero, never could take the lead, and they didn't hit the shots when they needed to. They took too many, I think, early in the shot clock threes in desperation way too early, and it stopped them from making that comeback. Another, t- I wrote it in my notes here. They have a tendency, a theme this year. I think the one theme that's here for the Trailblazers has been they'll lose game one and they'll come back in game two and they'll show that their preparation and their coaching style can match the coaching style of the next team that they were facing that same day. And they've done that so far. We were talking about this off the air in their last one, two, three, four, four series when it was between California Baptist, Seattle University, Utah Valley, and Tarleton State. They would either win the first game and lose the second game or lose the first game and win the second game. It seems like the Trailblazers are not prepared for the first game, but they take their notes and they go back to the drawing board and they come up with a new scheme. Yeah, credit to, to Coach Junkins for that. I think one thing that helps Dixie State as well um, their first year here in D, D1, but in D2, that's how they played. They played the same team twice every weekend. And in Division One, that's not usually how it goes. This year, the WAC decided to structure their schedule that way to minimize travel with COVID-19. But Dixie State, that's what they're used to doing. That's what most of these players were on the team last year, and they played the same way. That's what Coach Junkins is used to doing, and I think it's been a big advantage for them. Like you said, in the last four series, they've split, and in three of those, it was that second game that they won. They've all been close, so we're open for a good game tonight and a, a similar result. Kellen, you and I have been on the other end of senior night in our high school years. I remember my senior night. We won that football game. It was a lot of fun to be part of those seniors that I want to stay title with. My junior year, you were part of senior nights for your cross-country and track and field team. We have senior night in the building tonight. Four seniors are going to be celebrated during the halftime and pregame shows. Hunter Schofield, Jared Green, Dacey Youngblood, and Jamar Ergas, the four uh, seniors on this team. Congratulations to all of them. If they want to come back next season, they have the opportunity with the NCAA rule it says that you can come back for another season because of COVID-19 and the and the, power, and the problems that came with that. How does it feel to just to be a senior and celebrated, you know, on that night considering how important it is just to get a win as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously this season, the record right now is at 8-12, so it's it's nothing special. It's a, it's a good D1 debut. So, you know, they haven't had the best season, but if you end on a high note, I think that really helps. You hope you can see these guys maybe come back for one more year um, if that's what they decide is best for them and have another chance to play. But 
that last game or that last race, whatever your last competition is, it's a big deal. And it, it really, I mean, it sets you off to, to be able to win in that. So especially for those guys, especially the guys like Frank and, and Hunter uh, and Youngblood who've put so much in this program and have been really productive starters for this team for so long. Uh, you really hope they can get it done. Let's talk about last night. Game one, they lost 77 to 67. Was not a particularly good night for them. In the first half, they shot particularly well. They shot 50% from the field, 54% from the three-point line. They shot 66% from the free throw line. And they shot 81% from the free throw line in the second half. And they shot 47% from the field. But once again, the three-point line came back to bite them in the butt. They went one for six in the second half. They finished the night 7 of 17, shooting 41% from the three-point line. Just too many cold runs for the Trailblazers last night. Yeah, and I think it came down with that three-point shooting is as they got kind of later in the game, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes to play, that that general area, they started hucking up shots really early in the shot clock that weren't good shots. It was just desperation a lot earlier than you needed it. Um, when you're down in the last 60 seconds, sometimes you got to put up shots you're not very happy about. But when there's 10 minutes to play, you got to be more selective. And I think a lot of that comes back on Cameron Gooden. He, he has the tendency to attack the basket, and it's great to see but then it doesn't matter. If he's triple teamed, he's going to put that shot up. Or if he gets the ball and he, he has the chance to shoot, he's going to do it. I think a big key for the Trailblazers, and I think we've seen this in the second game, he's been being able to calm down in these series. Take the open shot. Don't get desperate too early in the game. Let's talk about New Mexico State in their first matchup against Dixie State last night. They didn't shoot any particularly better than Dixie State. They shot 45% from the field in the first half, 35% from the three-point line, 66% from the free throw line. I feel like I'm just reading the same numbers from Dixie State. They shot 33% from the field. In the second half, they shot 20% from the three-point line, and they shot 46% from the free-throw line to finish 40% from the field, 29% from the three-point line, and 52% from the free-throw line. But they didn't have to do too much to win this one, considering Dixie State was tripping over themselves. Yeah, and you know, I got, you got to give some credit to New Mexico State, though, on that shooting for Dixie State. New Mexico State's a really good defensive team. Um, you see this year they've held opponents to about 64 points a game. That's, that's pretty low. On the flip side, Dixie State's giving up 60 or 76 points a game, which is a little, a little inflated by a couple of games against some really good teams. But New Mexico State is a smothering defensive team. They didn't shoot great at the end of that, that half. Um, but a game played up, up a higher score I, I, I think is not great for them. But when they can muddy it up, they play really good defense. They outscore teams by about seven points a game. So... Yesterday was about on par for them. Let's also talk about, let's just wrap up the season in a bow right here. We'll do that in the postgame show as well. But let's wrap up the season in a bow here. We do have the stats in front of us with for Dixie State. This season, we have to admit the one thing is they weren't going to win a whole lot of games this year. They weren't going to be the top team in the WAC Conference. But nonetheless, this year, I think the one theme for this team has been, you know, come up, finish seventh and improve towards the future. Let's talk a little bit about Dixie State Athletics as we're still celebrating um, during the pregame show here, the celebration for the seniors right here. Let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about some uh, softball here as well. UCR Davis and Dixie State in the softball category were in action today. I don't know if you kept up with them today, but um, I, I heard they were winning earlier today. I don't know if they finished the win off or not. They did. They won both games today against UC, uh, Riverside. UC Riverside. And UC Riverside, I think they swept the series as well. 
The or the softball team sitting at eight and ten now. Really, really looking good. But I'm trying to pull up the score here. Yeah. So they won the second game today, uh, six four, six four. They won the first game thirteen nothing. Wow. Um, against UC Riverside. So they went three and zero, swept that series. They're gonna come home and play some really tough competition in the Dixie tournament next weekend. Weber State, Boise State, Utah, and Southern Utah. Wow. Four really, really good Division One teams. So, but no, a, a great day for the softball team. Baseball. On the other hand, not not so much. No, they lost today, fifteen to three, to Wichita State. But let's give credit, let's give credit to Wichita State. They're one of the best Division One programs in baseball. I mean, they practice in Kansas. I mean, they have all those open fields to be practicing in. I mean, I'm from the Midwest. I know how many cornfields they've been practicing in their days of dream, field of dream style baseball fields. But Callie, you were on the broadcast yesterday for Dixie State Baseball. They left so many people on base yesterday. They just, they had a chance. Borzoni struck out nine yesterday in his career high in that one. They just could not get all the runs home yesterday, could they? Yeah, in both games I've done this year, Borzoni's been the starter, and he's pitched so well. In the first game against Washington State, he went five and two-thirds shutout innings. The bullpen blew that one. This one, he went eight innings, giving up, or seven and two-thirds innings, giving up just two runs. Um, but the offense couldn't pick him up. It was really frustrating the eighth and the ninth inning. In the eighth inning, Dixie State got their first two runners aboard. Had two on, nobody out, couldn't score. In the ninth inning, had a guy on second, could not score him. Had a guy on third with one out. One of the more frustrating moments was in in the eighth inning, uh, Tyson Fisher laid down a bunt that was just, it wasn't hit far enough. Pitcher picked it up, got the runner at third. Then a, a funky play, the next, next at bat, guy hit the ground ball and hit the rosin bag and so just a couple weird hops and bounces, but just couldn't get the clutch hit. But it was something was good to see in this series. In the first series, Jake Engel, the guy last year hit 458 for him in their shortened season. He was struggled against Washington State, could not get on base, but he had a really good series against Wichita State. In the first game, we went two for two, had two walks. So good to see him get going. Hopefully, as we get into Armac play or excuse me, whack play and play some teams uh, a little bit more on their level than Pac-12, and then of course Wichita State in the uh, American Athletic Conference. Hopefully, we'll see some wins here. One exciting game you'll have March 16th right here at Bruce First Field. They're playing BYU, so maybe not a game you expect him to to win necessarily, but fun to see a big high-level com- opponent like that. Let's wrap up the Dixie State Athletics here before, you, before we give you the starting rosters here for the men's basketball games between Dixie State and New Mexico State. Women's soccer team, they lost today 1-0 to Seattle University to wrap up that series against them. The men's soccer team, they also lost to Seattle University here at Trailblazers, uh, excuse me, at Greater Zion Stadium. I keep calling it Trailblazers Stadium because that's what it was called before I uh, they changed the name. They lost two to nothing. The men's, the women's soccer team, still looking for wins this year. The women's soccer team, they go 0-6 and one. The men's soccer team, I believe, is only one win for them this season. Still struggling, but they have a lot of promise coming up on those teams. I've talked to both coaching staffs. They say their freshmen and sophomores are going to grow up soon. They're going to blossom, and Dixie State will be a team to be competing in the WAC conference. Yeah, I mean today. And then yes, Thursday as well for the women against Seattle University. Seattle University is picked first for both the men and the women in soccer in the conference. So they're a really good team. You saw the women's team take them to overtime in that first game. And I think both teams, but especially the women's team, you look at the record and it's easy to say, man, they're they're not able to hang in this Division One level. But they've played so competitively. The women took University of Utah to overtime. They took Seattle to overtime. They played well against really good teams. So the record doesn't show it, but they're not really outmatched. Hopefully, they're able to break through and get some wins here coming up. 
All right, let's give you the starting rosters here before they go to a break here. And we'll take a two-minute time out and come back and give you tip-off here between Dixie State and Charlotte State. But let's give you the starting rosters here. Um, for New Mexico State here, we'll give you their starting roster. It'll be Donnie Tillman, forward 6'7", 225, senior out of Detroit, Michigan, Finley Prep. And it'll be Evan Gilliard. 5'10", 170, senior out of Chicago, Illinois. Simeon uh, Academy, I know that school very well. Clayton Henry, guard, 6'4", 200 pounds, redshirt senior out of Calgary, Canada. Went to Bishop McNally High School. And then it will be Jabari Rice, guard, 6'4", 180, redshirt junior out of Houston, Texas. Went to Fort Bent Marshall High School. And then it will be number 35, Johnny McCants, forward, 6'7", 235, redshirt senior out of Las Cruces, New Mexico. Went to Ontain High High school, uh, sorry, I was about to say Jacob. Callan, how about you give us the starting rosters for Dixie State? Yeah, for sure. For Dixie State starting today, Cameron Gooden, uh, the the young guard for Dixie State. Then Dason Youngblood, the other guard. Frank Stain, another one of the seniors, is starting at Ford for Dixie State, along with Hunter Schofield and Jared Green, two of the other seniors. So three of the four seniors on the on the floor for Dixie State. It is going to be fun to see these seniors play. I remember they did it last year for all the seniors as well. And I remember Dixie State women's basketball did it last year as well for the Dixie State women's programs. It will be exciting to see what the seniors can do on tonight, especially for senior night. I do wish the women's basketball team could have celebrated senior night, but I I have um, I have heard that most of the players are coming back next year. There's not anyone pulling out of the program, so everybody will be back next season so it will be exciting to see that let's take a one minute time out here on radio dixie 9.3 when we return we're going to give you tip off here between new mexico state and dixie state right here on radio dixie 91.3 it's back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln we now return you to dixie state athletics Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. I'm Mark Kill, your play-by-play broadcaster. And with me for a second time in a row, Callan Webster, who's broadcast some baseball games for Dixie State this year. He's already done two of them already in the books. Callan, you've done one baseball game with me so far as we continue to talk about his senior night for Dixie State tonight. Four seniors to be celebrated as they already were, but they'll also be celebrated at halftime as well. It's got to be a big night for Dixie State men's basketball team to send the seniors out on a win. Yeah. I mean, that's no matter how bad your season is, and Dixie State hasn't had a terrible one, this night's special for those guys. And I think really big in, in college, it's a lot of time. It's those guys last time playing competitive basketball. Not always. We saw, like, Jack Pagangoff go off, and he's playing in Europe now for Dixie. But a lot of these guys, when you're playing at a, a university like Dixie State, we're not obviously Kentucky. We're not Duke. These guys probably aren't playing pro ball. This is their last chance to play real competitive sports. And that's that's a big deal. You know, it's been part of their life probably since they were, you know, in elementary school or middle school. So big night for them. Definitely for that as well. Game two between the uh, Aggies of New Mexico State and the Trailblazers of Dixie State here on Radio Dixie 91.3. Again, we'll give you the starting lineups here for Dixie State. will be Cameron Gooden, the guard, 175, junior out of Fresco, Texas. Dayton Youngblood, the guard, 6'2", 195, senior out of South Jordan, Utah. Frank Stain, sophomore, 6'6", 205, out of Inglewood, California. Hunter Scobio, 6'8", 225, senior out of Spanish Fork, Utah. And Jared Green, 6'9", 255, senior out of Blackfoot, Idaho. Three of the four seniors are on the starting court tonight as Dixie State will come out in their red jerseys tonight. 
<clears throat> blue lettering, white lettering, excuse me, blue wording, white lettering. For New Mexico State, will be Donnie Tillman, 6'7", 225, senior out of Detroit, Michigan. Evan Gilliard, the second, 5'10", 170, senior out of Chicago, Illinois. Be Clayton Henry, 6'4", 200 pounds, redshirt senior out of Calgary, Canada. Jabari Rice, 6'4", 180, redshirt junior out of Houston, Texas. And it'll be Johnny McMahon, McCants, forward, 6'7", 235, out of redshirt senior out of Las Cruces, New Mexico. Definitely going to be a good one here. We keep talking about this, Callan. We've talked about it during the pregame show. Definitely going to be a good one here between New Mexico State and Dixie State. Dixie State likes to run up and down, transition basketball, moves the ball around everywhere. And New Mexico State likes to play defense, force you to make turnovers, and they'll transition themselves into their own basketball. Yeah, Styles make fights for sure. New Mexico State is not as fast a team as Dixie State. So Dixie State's got to get them running. Um, get get the wrong guys for them with the ball in the hand. There's a lot of guys in this Mexico team that are good but are not shooters at all. So dictate the pace of play is a big deal. Something I think really helps, especially on a senior night. I've said it a few times. We got fans in the stands. If you look at the, the attendance numbers, a lot of times on the road, you're seeing a lot of zeros. New Mexico State don't have anybody at home. People, A lot of people in the conference don't have anybody in their stadium. But for Dixie State, there's quite a few. And I think that really helps the energy when you're a quick-moving team. Um, a team that, that slows the pace down, it's not as big of a deal. But a team that's that's running, that tempo actually it really helps. Head coaches for both teams, John Juckins of Dixie State, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Congratulations to Coach on celebrating another birthday for him last night. The head coach for the New Mexico State Aggies here as I look it up, and I did not prep for that at all, and that's very, very bad on my part. Head coach for the New Mexico State Aggies will be Chris Jans, who's been in action with the program for more than five years. Congratulations to Chris Jans on continuing his program here at Dixie State. I mean, excuse me, at New Mexico State. New Mexico State will start with a tip-off here. Just one thought on Chris Jans. Last night I sat down close to their bench for the second half. He is an energetic guy, a lot of profanity in that huddle, but uh, entertaining for sure. As uh, Henry will shoot one up and is no, is actually good. Apologies about that. Trying to catch up here. As Gooding will bring it down here for the Trailblazers. Dixie State will be going right on your radio dial. New Mexico State will be going left on your radio dial. As you hear it, we give it to you. Stain's going to pop inside just the three-point line. No good there. Rebound there by New Mexico State. Tillman will bring it down for them. Tillman will pass it off to Rice. Rice, right side. Now back over to Tillman. Right outside the three-point line is good. Back-to-back threes here for New Mexico State to start this game off. Hot early from the Aggies. Get out and defend that line. They have some shooters. Uh, there's some, some guys on the team... Uh, they don't have the same stroke. Green will pound himself into the paint. He'll get a bucket there. First bucket there for Dixie State. Dixie State trails 6-2. Just under 19 minutes left to go here in the first half. Gilliard will transition into the offense. We'll hand it over to Rice. Back over to Henry. Henry at the top of the key. Passes back over to Tillman. Tillman drives inside. No. Back over to Henry. Henry being double teamed there for a second. Now back over to Tillman. Back over to uh, McCants. Back over to... Rice back over to Henry. Henry shoots it up, and it's good. And Henry would have just said, screw it, type three-point shot, and it goes down inside a three-point line. They call it 8-2 here for New Mexico State. Weird-looking shot for sure. I don't even know if he meant to shoot that. He kind of walked away and shrugged his shoulders like, well, if it works, it works. 
Cameron Green is going to try to drive it inside. No, kicks back out of Schofield. Back over to Youngblood. Left side three-point line. Youngblood trying to transition in. No, gets stripped there, but a foul is going to be called. And it looks like it's going to be against Johnny McCants, the 6-7 forward. Good, good offensive possession there. You saw Cameron Gooden go towards the basket. You saw that it wasn't there. Kicked it out. Good ball movement. Dixie State will get the ball under the basket. They'll stay on the floor here. Gooden will be the inbounder. Gooden inbounds it over to Youngblood. Youngblood faked it out. No, throws it back over to Green, who gets his shot blocking. Johnny McCann's got a lane all the way to the bucket. Will he take the dunk? Yes, he will. It's 10 2, New Mexico State. Gann's a big guy. There was one play last night, particularly, I remember seeing. Uh, um, who was it? Sorry. All right. It was Brock Gilbert. I saw Brock Gilbert. He was trying to, he went towards the basket and went like up in his face and got just destroyed. 17.50 left here to go in the first half. 10 2, New Mexico State leads Dixie State early on senior night. Gilliard. Passes the ball over to Tillman, left side, the three-point line. He's trying to back down Hunter Scopio. No, he gets stripped. Scopio's going to keep it. Pass it over to Youngblood. Youngblood's going to transition. Pass it back over to Scopio. Scopio's going to try to drive it in nine, drive it inside. He'll lose it, and they're going to call him for a charge. Ball go right back over to the Aggies. A little bit of a careless drive there. Didn't know where he was going. Tried to just get bailed out, but it wasn't there for him. One of three turnovers already in this game for Dixie State, and we're not even three minutes into this one. 17-26 left to go here in the first half. Gilliard will bring it down here for New Mexico State. Passes it over to Rice. Back over to Tillman. Tillman at the top of the key. Back over to McCants. Back over to Rice. Right side, three-point line. Almost got a double team, but Youngblood going to stay with him. No, missed that shot. Youngblood's going to come up with a rebound. Youngblood going to transition into Dixie State. Back over to Gooden. Gooden top of the key three. No, in and out. Rice comes up with a rebound. Turns it over to Gilliard. Gilliard got fouled there by Cameron Gooden. No intentions as it looked a little ugly as he went out of bounds. It was 16.57 left to go here in the first half. Still 10-2 New Mexico State. Tough run early here for Dixie. Got to put your buckets in and you, you can't let the game get away this quick. Rice will inbound it here for New Mexico State. Hands it over to McCants. Still looking around. Back over to Hilliard. Excuse me. Back over to Henry. Henry. Fed over to Rice. Ben back over to Henry. Henry loses it, and the ball go right back over to Dixie State here. Dribble it right off his knee. Sometimes those self-contact Turnovers are bigger than some some players will think about them. We're just they're bigger than what you will describe them as. But nonetheless, a turnover is a turnover. Yeah, I mean you gotta have a short memory, let that go, and get back with the handles. Green inside gives it over to Youngblood. Youngblood trying to drive inside. No low pop shot type shot. No good there. Another shot, probably not the greatest shot to be taking that early in the shot clock. Tillman over to McCants. McCants trying to drive it all the way to the bucket. No, he got fouled, and it looks like it'll be against Hunter Schofield. That's Hunter's second already. Early trouble there for the senior. I don't know. That's a pretty tic-tac foul, if you ask me. They have been. There There have been a good amount of ticky-tack fouls, as the foul will stay on the floor here as McCants is going to come out of the game. Looks like number 22... Wilfried Lakai will check into the game here for New Mexico State. 
Gilliard will feed it over to him. Now back over to Tillman. Tillman's going to drive inside, do about a 360 spin, and it will land the bucket there. And 12-2 is the lead here for New Mexico State over Dixie State. Schofield over to Youngblood, right side. Schofield's going to shoot it up himself. No good there. Rebound there by Tillman, but Green almost spot for it. They're going to call a jump ball here. 15-49 left to go here in the first half. Not looking good for Dixie State as they trail by 10. Well, possession arrow, Dixie. Got to get a bucket here. We'll take the first media timeout here. 12-2 is the lead here for New Mexico State over Dixie State. Be right back after a one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3, broadcasting live here in the Burns Arena tonight. Men's basketball, final game of the season, New Mexico State, Dixie State. New Mexico State leads at 12-2 tonight as we're being entertained by the cheer, the cheer marching bands and all the fans from New Mexico State and Dixie State as this will probably be one of the few times New Mexico State will be able to see their fans within a distance as New Mexico State has banned all collegiate athletics in the state due to COVID-19 restrictions. Callan, not a great start here for Dixie State, but they get the ball here coming out of the timeout. What do they got to do to get back into this? Stop forcing shots. I mean, if you don't have a good shot, realize there's 12 seconds left on the shot clock, so go find one. As Hunter Scopio's going to knock down one just past the free throw line there. First bucket for Dixie State in the last three minutes. It's 12-4 here in New Mexico State over Dixie State. As Gilliard's going to try to drive it inside. No kicks over to Rice. Right side three. No, no good there. Youngblood's going to, excuse me, uh, Gooden's going to come up with that rebound. Gooden, they're going to call an offensive foul on, on Hunter's, excuse me, Jared Green. Jared Green ugh, having a bad night here on the broadcast. They're going to call him for an offensive foul, a legal screen, and the ball's going to go right back over to the Aggies. I mean, no doubt about that call. He trucked the guy. He just wasn't looking. Ball go right back over to the Aggies here in New Mexico State, 12-4. Gilliard will inbound it here for New Mexico State. 15-15 left to go here on the first half clock. Gilliard being guarded by Youngblood. Now back over. Back over to Tillman. He's going to try to drive it inside. Now back over to Gilliard. Gilliard. Back over to Rice. Back over to Tillman. Back over to Wilfried. No, inside. Rice will get that one, put it up, and it's good. 14-4. Dixie, excuse me, New Mexico State still leads. You just got to box out better than that. There's nobody down low covering him. Andre Molivia checks into the game here for Dixie State. His young blood is going to go all the way, and he loses it, but it's going to stay with Dixie State. Good to see Molivia getting in the game. Sometimes he can be a big spark. You know, when, when he gets hot, he can drain the three. He can be a big pass distributor kind of guy. He's a big player for Dixie State going forward. Just a freshman. I really like him on this roster. As William McNair, forward 6'10", redshirt sophomore out of Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, is going to check into the game here for Mexico State. I always wonder how guys like from the East Coast end up places like New Mexico State. You know, they, they, uh, they always wonder that. I wonder how I went from Chicago over to Dixie State as well, but I guess... We just, like, we, we want to come to the West Coast. We want to figure out what you guys got out here, man. We hear it's just a bunch of just flat lands and mountains. We might as well figure it out. I mean, it's warm enough. I, me being from Kansas City, like, I guess I can ask the same question to myself. It's good. And we'll inbound here to Youngblood. Youngblood 
Try to drive it inside himself. No, feeds over to Youngblood. Back over to Stain. Stain trying to drive it inside. No, gives over to Molivia. Back over to Schofield. Just inside the three-point line. No good. Schofield comes over that rebound. Back over to Gooden. Back over to Youngblood. And they're going to call a blocking foul there. And it looks like it'll be on number zero, C.J. Roberts, 6'1", 190, Junior, Northridge Hills, Texas. Lucky to get the call there. Probably a 50-50 call. Could have been a charge. Could have been a block, but didn't have his feet set. So the foul goes to the defense there on the floor. Dixie State will take it out under the basket. As Andre Molivia, they're going to call it off. They're going to call him for a travel. The ball go right back over to the Aggies as they've had two trips so far, and they've got two turnovers there by New Mexico State and kept the ball themselves. They just couldn't transition them into points. 14-25 left to go here in the first half. New Mexico State still leads over Dixie State 14-4. They're, they're lucky it's not worse at this point, I guess, just down 10. Self-inflicted wound after self-inflicted wound. As Rice will drive it inside four. Mexico State back over to McNair, back over to Rice. Rice, right side, three-point line. Tries to drive it inside, being guarded by Schofield. Now tries to drive it inside all the way to Lane. No, gets a shot blocked there. But Lakai got his own rebound, then back up. No, got the shot blocked. And Cameron Gooden's going to come up with it. Transition basketball here for Dixie State. Gooden all the way to the bucket, gets his shot blocked. Took a piece it, of the body there. Going to be a foul on New Mexico State. And it looks like it'll be on Wilfrey Lakia. Lakihi, apologies. As Cameron Gooden's going to go to the line here, 14-4, still New Mexico State leads as we look at the replay here. As Rice has got his shot blocked, and then Lakihi tried to put it back in. No. Then he got his shot blocked again. Could have gotten a foul call there, but nonetheless, Gooden will take the foul shots here. Socks down the first. Gooden on the year, and he'll finish the season with about 77%. From the, th- from the free throw line as Brock Kilbert will check into the game here for Dixie State. I really like Brock for Dixie State. He's a more ball-distributing type of, of guard as opposed to Cameron Gooden, who's a, a scorer. That one toilet bowls around and goes down. Cameron Gooden will knock down both free throws here, the first free throws attempts of the game so far. As Dixie State will show a half-court trap here. Mexico State will get it across. Now they'll almost turn it over there, but Gilliard still has it. Back over to Henry. Henry, back over to Gilliard. Back over to Roberts. Roberts thought about a three. No. Roberts will try to drive it inside all the way to the bucket. No, no good. Rebounded there by Dixie State. Molo, Andre Molobia, and he'll get fouled himself. And William McCants is not happy with that at all as he comes up a little storming off the floor. Two guys all over him there. Kind of a loose ball. I guess you can see your argument, but... Seems like he got sandwiched pretty good there. 14-6. It's an eight-point lead here for New Mexico State. 13-15 left to go here in the first half. As it is Brock Gilbert, Cameron Gunin, Andre Molobia, Frank Steen, Hunter Schofield, your five trailblazers on the floor. Schofield over to Molobia. Molobia, top clock, three, no good. To be rebounded there by C.J. Roberts. He'll transition the ball over to Henry. Cross half court over to Gilliard. Gilliard thought about a three. Kicks it back out to McCants. Kicks it back over to Henry. Henry, left side three. Kicks it back into McCants. They give it off to him. He'll go around the bucket. It's good. No foul called. It's 16-6. Still a 10-point lead here for New Mexico State. That's pretty basketball there. Well executed. Not much Dixie State could really do. 
As Cameron Green's going to try to drive it inside here, turn the ball over there, but it went off of someone from New Mexico State. They'll stay with the Trailblazers here. 16-6, 12-36 left to go here in the first half, almost halfway through the first half here. Dixie State has not had a lead at all, and they've been trailing by as much as 10 here to New Mexico State. I mean, the scoring as it goes right now, New Mexico State, only 16 points, nothing nothing crazy, a little bit below their season average. Uh, Dixie State has six points, almost eight minutes into the game. That is not enough. That is bad. Gilbert will inbound it here for Dixie State. We'll get it over to Hunter Schofield. Gives it back over to Gilbert. Gilbert over to Molabia. Molabia feeds it over to Gooding. Gooding will pop a three-pointer, and it's good. And the first three-pointer for Dixie State this afternoon goes down. Hopefully seeing his shot goes down helps calm the team down. Uh, st- stop taking those early early shot clock shots that aren't there. Maybe that helps him get on a run. Just down seven, not too bad. 16-9, down by seven. 12-10 left to go here in the first half. McCann's over to number 11 who checks into the game, Kaylin Williams. As the shot will go up, no good. Rebound there by Frank Stain. Stain will feed it over to Gilbert. Gilbert going to try to drive it inside. No kicks over to Andre Molabia. Back over to Frank Stain, left side. Feeds over to Schofield. All the way inside the bucket is good. 16-11. Excuse me, six, yeah, 16-11. 11-47 left to go. Just like that, down to five. Dixie State has been down by worse, and they've come back before. It's Tillman. Feeds over to Lakai. Lakai back over to McCants, back over to Tillman, top of the key, type three, no, rebound there by Hunter Schofield. Andre Molabia turns the ball over there, McCants came up with it, Molabia didn't see that. Tillman will drive it all the way to the bucket, will get a push off on Hunter Schofield, and will put it in, it's 18-11. Molabia. It's screen there by, and he'll turn the ball right over there as McCants is going to go all the way and dunk it yet again, his second dunk of the first half. McCants is a big, big guy. A lead of five is back to nine. McCant, 6'7", 235. Schofield, excuse me, Stain drives all the way to the bucket. No, Schofield almost came up with it. No, and they're going to call a foul. And it looks like it should be on number five, Clayton Henry, as we've reached the second media timeout here. Just about halfway through the first half, 20-11. Dixie State still trailing New Mexico State here in this one. We'll take a one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie on point three. Be right back with more first-half action here on Radio Dixie 91.3. Think carrying 10 or 20 pounds of extra weight isn't much? We went to a park, handed 10 and 20 pound sandbags to people aged 45 to 60, and asked if we could follow them around. 10 pounds makes a big difference. There's a lot of extra weight to carry around. No wonder my back hurts. A few extra pounds each year can cause joint pain and lead to serious chronic diseases like diabetes and heart disease. Wouldn't you like to drop that weight and stop picking up more? Visit hhs.gov slash one pound at a time to find out how. Obesity happens one pound at a time. So does preventing it. Brought to you by HHS and NIH. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Broadcasting live here in the Burns Arena tonight. It's a good night and a good crowd on hand tonight. Is it is senior night for the men's basketball team as they're trailing New Mexico State 20 to 11. 10.52 left to go here in the first half. 
Mexico State Dixie State game two here tonight. So I bring on my broadcast partner tonight, Callan Webster, with me tonight. Callan, just not the not the start that Dixie State's wanted, but nonetheless, they have fought back here. So Schofield will take free throw shots. Certainly not you start you on, but here Schofield the line something to watch for. Over almost 11 minutes still left to go in this half. The next foul will be number seven for New Mexico State as Schofield hits the second. So free throws all the way here for Dixie State. 20 to 13, 10 and a half. About 10 and a half left to go here in the first half. Dixie State down by seven. So throw out their half-court trap yet again. Rice will inbound it here for New Mexico State. Bring it inside. I like to see the trap there. Last night, Dixie State had a lot of luck with it as they implemented it late in the game. Uh, New Mexico State doesn't seem to be able to handle it all that well. Well, well that's not good. As number two, Donnie Tillman will drive it all the way in the bucket. He'll slam one down. Third dunk of the first half here for uh, New Mexico State. Lane Parker almost turns that ball over again. Johnny McCants gets it, gives it over to Henry. Henry all the way in the bucket. No, he turned that ball over. And they're going to call him for a travel. The ball will go right back over to Dixie State. Just got stuck up on his feet. Looks like he went down pretty hard. Something's hurting. That doesn't look too good. He's still down on the floor. Looks like they'll bring the trainers over. It's kind of a weird way to go down. I think he, I don't know if he tripped on who was Schofield's feet or his own feet, but he kind of crumpled down, went down backwards. I don't know if he fell on his back, sitting up now, kind of holding his ankle. I think he may have just rolled up on his ankle. Let's look at a little bit of a replay here. So transitioning basketball, gives it off to Henry. Henry, uh, Yeah, it was just his plant foot. He got it all twisted up. Hopefully he's okay. It looks like they're getting him off the floor here. So we get another replay of it from behind. And yeah. just lost it. That's all. Yeah, he, he got down on the side of his foot, and it just rolled up on him. Something that it didn't look like it rolled up too bad. He'll probably be all right. I think you'll likely see him here in a few minutes. So I've done that many times. I have done that as well, and it does not feel good. I promise people, if you ever rolled your ankle, it feels like someone just, like, kicked you in the foot with, like, a baseball bat. It just hurts immediately. The big question is if, if you tear something in there, even when it's small, it, it'll last and it'll swell up. But if it's somewhere you just popped it a little bit, you give it a few minutes, and it, it pretty well fades away. 22-13 here for New Mexico State over Dixie State. The lead is up to nine. As is Brock Gilbert, Frank Stain, Lane Parker, Hunter Schofield, and Dixie Youngblood on the floor for Dixie State. As Frank Stain is going to knock down the second three for Dixie State tonight. It's 22-16. The lead is down to six. Just a touch. Kiss on the rim there. Rolled up and in. As Gilliard will feed over to McCann's. Back over to Rice. Back over to number 11, Williams. So I'm going to learn all the names here as fast as I can. It's McCants, it's Gilliard, it's Williams, it's Rice. And it looks like to be Tillman, the five on the four for New Mexico State. So we get a replay here of Frank Staines, three, and that was just beauty. Went off the rim just a little bit inside the net, rolled around just like it's supposed to. So Trevin Alfrey will check into the game here for Hunter Schofield. Foul there on Schofield, got him for the hold down low. Williams going to try to drive inside. No, kicks over to Rice. Gets a screener by Tillman. Rice back over to Tillman. Back over to Gilliard. Gilliard, left side three, and it goes down. The lead of six will go back to nine. This is kind of what's happened last night for Dixie State. Get a couple buckets and a stop. Cut it down to three or four. 
And then you'll see a couple buckets back-to-back -back for New Mexico State. And just never could get the game in reach. Hopefully that's not the case here tonight. Springsteen is going to chuck up a three-pointer. That won't be good. Gillier will come up with a rebound for New Mexico State. Gillier will bring it down himself. Drives all the way inside. No. Turnover there. Lane Parker will come up for it for Dixie State. Parker gives it off to Stain. Stain right side. Tries to drive it inside. No. Gives it off to Trevin Alfrey, who got fouled and won. And they'll count it as it'll be 25-18 with Trevin Alfrey going to the line for an and one. Real nice play there. Alfrey's a big guy, big country boy, and he just got that thing to roll in. Trevin Alfrey, 6'7", 240 redshirt freshman out of West Jordan, Utah, went to Copperhill High School and to transfer from Seattle University. Probably fun for him to get to play his old team again there when they play Seattle in conference. He'll knock down the free throw here. Dixie State, perfect at the free throw line so far. I believe they're 5 of 5. It's as I will just keep that to myself. Under nine to go. Rice will give it off to Gilliard. 25-19. The lead is down to six. Gilliard inside. No. Gives over to Rice. Back inside to Tillman. Tillman trying to back down, but they're going to call Trevin Alfrey for a foul on Tillman. He's got his hand hooked around him. Held him up. Cannot do that. As they'll stay on the floor here for New Mexico State. 25-19, 8.48 left to go here in the first half. Just past halfway here. Gillier will inbound it. Feeds over to McCants. McCants trying to back down Trevin Alfrey. Getting the double team here. Gives it over to Williams. Williams, as he'll get stripped, and the ball will stay with New Mexico State as it went off of Cameron Gooden. Looks to me like they're... Uh, McCants probably got away with a bit of a travel, but not a great angle for the official to really see it. 8.38 left to go. Still 25-19. New Mexico State leads over Dixie State. Gilliard tries to go around the screen there. No, tries to drive it inside. Now back over to Williams. Williams inside the three-point line. He'll get his shot blocked, and they'll call a shot clock violation against New Mexico State. Staying away inbound here over to Gooden. Gooden splits the defense. Bees over to Youngblood. Right side three. No rolls in and out. Rebounded there by Williams for New Mexico State. Williams will turn it into transition. That hands it over to Rice. Rice all the way to the bucket. It's good. 27-19 is the lead here for New Mexico State. Youngblood. Bees over to Alfrey. Back over to Gooden. Gooden getting double team. No. Fees over to Stain. Stain trying to transition inside. No. Gives it over to Youngblood. Back over to Stain. Right side three-point line. Stain trying to drive the guard. No, fees it out. Almost turned the ball over. McCants came out with a third, almost came out with a third turnover there. Youngblood, still right side three-point line. Tries to do a couple moves. Fees over to Trevin Alfrey. Trevin Alfrey trying to feed inside. And they're going to call. It looks like they're going to call it on Trevin Alfrey. And the ball will go back over to Dixie State here as we get a replay of this. Ooh, put his shoulder in the chin of the defender there. That was not... Not a great move. As we've reached another media timeout, 7.42 left to go here. Dixie State still trailing by eight here, 27-19. We'll take the one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie on Point 3. Be right back with more action. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Performing live, as I performing live as if I'm in a theater. Broadcasting live in the Burns Arena tonight as fans are having fun tonight. As we're getting a couple views of some kids having fun tonight. You know, Martin, I think you could call it performing. They do say the guys on air are the talent, and I think you're a talented dude. Aw, thanks. I appreciate that. I wonder sometimes if people actually think I'm pretty good at this or not, but I just do it just because I say, what the heck, might as well do something while I'm here at college. I think you do a pretty good job. So we'll get back to action here in New Mexico State, Dixie State, 27-19, 7.30 left to go here in the first half. Gilliard will bring it down for New Mexico State. Feeds over to Williams, feeds it over to Henry, back over to Rice. Excuse me, back over to Tillman. Tillman shoots up a three. It's good. And we 30 to 19 here as New Mexico State extends their lead to 12. Lane Parker will drive it down the line. No, feeds over to Gooden. Gooden will shuck up a three-pointer there. Will not go down. Again, there you see Dixie State. They get so, so nervous, I think, when they when they see the other team going to run, they chuck a bad shot for bad shot. They're a bad foul on Leighton Parker. Just pressing too much. Stick within your game and you'll make the comeback, but if you press and press and press, it's never going to happen. That's just 30 to 19 here. The lead is up to 11 as Jabari Rice will go to the line here for New Mexico State. So New Mexico State will be competing in the WAC Conference Tournament. Rice is 78% on the year from the free throw line. You mentioned the WAC Conference Tournament. It's, it's a bummer that Dixie State doesn't get to play in it, but they did announce earlier this earlier last year that they will let teams moving up, so like Tarleton and Dixie State, they will let them compete after just two years instead of the traditional four. Well, at least we can take that to the bank. Stain will get it here for Dixie State. Gives it over to Youngblood. Youngblood going to try to drive it inside. No, comes back out. Gives it over, back over to Stain. Back over to Andre Molabia. It's Andre Molabia, Frank Stain, Cameron Gooden, Dacey Youngblood, and Jerry Green. Year five on the floor for the Trailblazers. Gilliard's got a transition basketball there. Almost turned the ball over. Gave it back over to Rice. 640 left to go in the first half. 32-19 here for New Mexico State. As C.J. Roberts almost turns it over there as there's a fight for a ball. And it looks like they're going to call foul on Frank Stain. C.J. Roberts is arguing and wondering what is going on. I think they called that foul on New Mexico State. I'm not really sure what for. Yeah, no, he yanked Frank Stain's arm. And Roberts arguing is like, well, what did I do? So Frank Stain will go to the line here. 30, shooting one and one. 32-19. Stain on the year. 68% is a knock down the first. 32-20, the lead is back down to 12. When you're not playing well like Dixie State, you got to do at least these little things right. Hit your free throws to stay in the game. 
Stain will knock down the second there, 32-21. Dixie State has been perfect so far from the free throw line in the first half. 6.33 left to go here in the first half. Minder at halftime will bring you the Radio Dixie Point Three halftime show. Brought to you by Kengar St. George Ford Link. 32-21, Killiard bring it down here for New Mexico State. Gilliard being guarded by Andre Molabia. Gilliard feeds it into Tillman. Tillman off the glass. No good. Rebound there by Frank Stain, and they're going to call foul on Rice. Frank Stain back to the line. As Rice is arguing as well, saying, how can I have fouled him when I didn't touch him? And the referee's telling him, yeah, you touched him. Frank Stain so far, two for two. Hopefully I do not give off the broadcaster jinx. Well, you probably just did. Oh, well. No, no, you're good. All right, so far, so good. So we get a replay of this. Stain got it, and yeah, Rice was just reaching in, trying to fight for the ball, but nonetheless. Pretty good sale job by uh, Stain there. Stain will knock down both. Dixie State lead, eats into this lead as is now down to nine. 32-23. Gilliard the second will bring it down here for New Mexico State. 32-23. Six minutes left to go here in the first half. Rice, top of the key. Fees over to Williams. Back over to Tillman, right side three-point line being guarded by Jerry Green. Tillman all the way to the bucket. He'll slam it down. It'll be fouled as, as Donnie Tillman. 6'7", 225, senior Detroit, Michigan. Flexing a little bit after the bucket as they'll call the foul on Jerry Green. I mean, he dunked on his head. That that was impressive. That's the fourth dunk of the half here for New Mexico State. Dixie State has had no dunks all season. They've attempted some dunks. Schofield with the most. Three attempts this season. It's all for three on them. Dixie's certainly not the most athletic team in the WAC. It's been Hunter Schofield. It's been Frank Stain. I know it's been Jerry Green, the three that have attempted to make dunks this season. No dice whatsoever. It's Cameron Gooden, Frank Stain, Andre Molabia, Hunter Schofield, Dacey Youngblood. You're five on the floor for Trailblazers. Youngblood gets the screen there by Schofield. Feeds it back over to Gooden. Top of the key. He'll drive it inside. Feeds over to Schofield. Schofield puts it off the glass. It's good. 34-25. The lead is back down to nine with 5.20 left to go. Williams gets a double team there, but back over to Gooding, back over to Rice, back over to Williams. Williams trying to feed it into C.J. Roberts. Roberts being guarded by Schofield. Roberts trying to back inside. No, lost it there for a second. Stain will come up with a turnover here. Stain feeds over to Schofield. Schofield feeds over to Andre Molabia. They're going to call him for a foul on C.J. Roberts, and that's Schofield's fourth. I believe that's his fourth. I think you're right. That is not something you want to see. It might just be his third. Yeah, it's his third. That's his third. But you're probably going to have to see him sit down for a while now. It's not what you want to see on his senior night. You hope he can can make it to the end here. Trevor Alfrey will come in for Hunter Schofield. Henry. New Mexico State has the ball in his hands, being guarded by Molabia. Roberts back over to Williams. Williams trying to drive it inside. No. Back over to Tillman. Tillman all the way to the bucket. Shoots it up. No good. So there'll be a 
fight for the ball, and they're going to call Roberts again for an over the back, and Trevin Alfrey is going to go to the free throw line. Is that C.J. Roberts second? C.J. Roberts yelling at his coach. As, uh, yeah, you can call it on Roberts. He's been a little bit, of, a little bit of hand grabbing, shoulder grabbing since he got in the game. Nothing wrong with being aggressive, but there's a level where you can't just be yanking guys' arms out of their shoulders. Alfrey will go to the line. He'll knock down the first. Trevor Alfrey spurts points of the afternoon as McCants is going to come back in the game here for New Mexico State. Trevin Alfrey from the line this year has been really good. This is just his 12th attempt, and he's perfect on the season. If you can end the season 100% of the free throw line, I consider that a great achievement as most people can knock down more than 60%. And 100% of anything's pretty good. So can't go all the way to the bucket. No, he'll miss it, and they're going to call a foul on Jason Youngblood as he matched with him at the bucket as McCants comes up a little injured. Looking at his right knee. Hopefully he's all right. It looks to be. It's just going to limp a little bit. Johnny McCann, 6'7", 235, red shirt senior at Las Cruces, New Mexico. is a big dude. Did you see these red shirt seniors that had the chance to come back because of COVID? You know, a six-year super senior. He could have entered college at 18 and still be 24 at graduation. Cans on the year for most big guys that can't shoot more than 55%. He's shooting 60, 67% from the free throw line as he knocks down both. 36 27, 430 left to go here in the first half. New Mexico State will show a full court trap. Stain gives it off to Molabia. Molabia will bring it inside. Gives it off to Young, excuse me, gives it off to Gooden. Gooden back over to Molabia, right side. Molabia over to Gooden. Gooden will shuck up a three. No good. Rebound there by Tillman. Another bad three with a pan in his face. Rice over to Williams. Back over to McCants. McCants. Fees over to Rice. Rice thought about a three. Does. Shoots it up. And they're going to call him for a travel. He gets a third travel on the Aggies tonight. That's one thing DC State's done better. So we'll take the media timeout here. Under four minutes left to go in the first half. 36-27 is the lead here for New Mexico State over Dixie State. One-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3, reporting live from the Burns Arena today. 36-27 is senior night for the men's basketball teams. They come out of their red jerseys, blue numbers, white lettering. Mexico State comes out of their white jerseys. A little bit of an orange-purple trim on the side. I will say, Dixie State is winning in the uniform game. The uniforms that the Aggies wore last night and tonight, I, I don't like them at all. We raced them in cross-country a couple weeks ago, and their jerseys there were just bad, too. 
Whoever's designing uniforms at New Mexico State, step your game up. <laughs> so New Mexico State leads it over here over Dixie State, 36-27, but that might change here in a second. No, Dixie Youngblood missed a mid-range jumper. McCants feeds it over to Henry. Henry trying to drive it inside. No feeds over to Williams. Now back over to Tillman. Tillman, right side three. Back over to Williams. Back over to Henry. Henry feeds it over to Apologies, I forgot his name. Rice. Williams, double team. Feeds over to McCants. Feeds it back over to Tillman. Top of the key three. No, rolls out. Rebound there by Dacey Youngblood. Youngblood will bring it down. Feeds over to Cameron Gooney. Will, will shoot up a three, and that goes down. Cameron Gooney's got his second three of the night. Big shot for Gooden there. Down to six. They keep getting it here to six. You got to cut into it better than that. If you can go into the halftime down just somewhere two, three, four points, you feel good coming out of the locker room. Under three minutes left to go. 36-30 here for New Mexico State over Dixie State. McCants. Feeds over to Tillman. Feeds it back over to McCants. Feeds it back over to Henry. Henry, right side three. No good. Cameron Gooding will come up with that rebound. New Mexico State going a little cold here. Got to take advantage. Gooding will try to drive it inside the bucket. No, gives off Youngblood. He got a shot block, and Youngblood tried to put it back up. It's good, and the lead will be cut down to four. Crazy-looking shot from Youngblood there. Looked like that was behind his head, just a reverse. Covered the circus shot. It just went in. 2.15 left to go here in the first half. 36-32. The lead's down to four. Dixie State has not tied or led at all in this first half, and they've taken up the entire first half to try to crawl back into this one. Tillman being guarded by Stain. Trying to back inside. Goes all the way to the bucket. No, and they're going to call a foul on Frank Stain. He's not happy about that one at all. 36-32. Two minutes flat left to go here in this one. As it looks like Tillman will go to the free throw line. Dixie State in a little bit of foul trouble here. Schofield and Green both with three. All three, and now Stain both with two. Tillman. On the year for New Mexico State, as he'll knock down the first, 77% on the year. 37-32, the lead's back up to five. We can say it all year as Dixie State has just had to trail in most of their games, if not all of their games, but they found a way to come back. They found a way to win games. They boasted a pretty good record here so far this year as New Mexico State will throw out a full-court trap. Youngblood will get it past half-court line. Tries not to fall back. Trevin Alfrey's got it here. Trevin Alfrey, Frank Stain, Andre Molabia, Cameron Gooden, Daisy Youngblood, your five on the floor. As Andre Molabia is going to get a rebound there, puts it out the glass, it'll be 38-34 with 130 left to go. Great hustle play, breaking down for the rebound, got the ball off just before the shot clock expired. Rice for New Mexico State, 38-34, 120 left to go. Feeds over to Henry, top of the key. Andre Molabia tipped it. Henry got it back. Back over to McCants. McCants feeds inside the Tillman. Tillman being guarded again by Frank Stain. Tillman will take a step back. No, off the rim. McCants comes up with a rebound. See, it was hacked, and Andre Molabia will come up with that foul. It's Excuse me, Johnny McCants will go to the free throw line yet again. I think you look at the last minute of this game, 105. Just win, win the last minute. If you can cut the lead even by a point or two, 
you go into halftime in a really good spot. 38-34. So McCants will shoot one up and it's good. He's three for three from the free throw line. And I think, I can't remember the last time, as my partner account will correct me, I can't remember the last time. Nope, actually, I'm wrong. I was about to say, I can't remember the last time both teams went perfect from the free throw line. Mexico State, they're seven of eight. Dixie State is a perfect 11 for 11. So McCants will knock down the second one. That'll make him eight of nine. 40 to 34. Mexico State throws out a full court trap. Youngblood feeds over to Stain. Stain passes the half court line. Stain tries to drive it inside. Lost it there for a second. Comes up with it. And the ball is going to stay with Dixie State as he turned the ball over there for a quick second. Lucky to retain possession on that one. That was a wild, out-of-control drive from Frank Stain going into three defenders. Um, when you have the trap set up like they did, there was a lot of room on the floor, and you went to the one place where there was defenders. It was not a great play. But Dixie State retains possession. Trevor Alfrey will get the ball here. Just under 50 seconds left to go here. Stain gives over to Young. Uh, gives 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 it over to Gooden. Apologies. Trevor Alfrey back over Molabia. Five seconds left to go on the shot clock. Molabia all the way to the bucket gets his shot blocked there by McCants. They're gonna call a travel on Molabia, and the ball will go right back over to New Mexico State. Cans gets his first block of the night. Pretty clean block. I don't see the travel there, but ball was going to New Mexico State anyway. 30 seconds left to go. 40 to 34. As it is Gilliard. It is Rice. It is Tillman. It is Henry. And it's McCann's on the floor. The five for the Aggies. It's Gilliard. Gives it over to Rice. Just under 15 seconds left to go. Rice, five seconds left to go on the shot clock. He'll just shuck it up. No good there. Rebound there by Tillman. Tillman's got to put it up, but they're going to... No shot clock violation, as I almost called it a shot clock violation. Gilliard trying to hang on for the last shot. We'll sh shoot that one up. No good. And that was how the first half is going to end. New Mexico State leads it over. Dixie State, 40-34. to 34. The entire first half, Dixie State trailed as much as by 13 as Dixie State will trail going into the first half here. They'll make some adjustments here. John Juggins is arguing with the referees, arguing, hey, he's pressing one of my guys, and you didn't call the foul. Nonetheless, we'll talk about it in the halftime show coming up here on Radio Dixie on Point 3. We'll take a five-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie on Point 3. When we return, the Radio Dixie 91.3 halftime show being brought to you by King Garb, St. George, Board Lincoln. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. 
or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. I'm in almost every school bus in classroom. You see me around the neighborhood and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. We're live in the Burns Arena tonight. New Mexico State, Dixie State in action tonight. Here as we're watching a couple highlights of the first half here. Spring State knocked down a three. We got Tillman here slamming it down. One of three dunks. Excuse me, one of four dunks for New Mexico State in the game. Two by Tillman and two by Johnny McCants. Also, we're getting a couple highlights of Hunter Scobie here, who sits in foul trouble. Also, Cameron Gooden had two three-pointers in the first half as well. Let's look at some stats here. So we got about eight and a half left to go before the second half starts here on this one. It's this radio, excuse me, Radio Dixon 1.3 Halftime Show being brought to you by Kangar St. George Board Lincoln here in St. George, Utah. Go get yourself a nice used truck or a car from them now as I will do that one day from them as well. As I also welcome my partner tonight, Callan Webster, who's been on the broadcast with me before. Callan, as we look at this first half here, you are mentioning during the break, before we came on air, New Mexico State has zero, and I mean zero, bench points. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Their, their five stars have obviously done plenty, done a good job, but you see all the fouls for New Mexico State is on the bench, and all the points are from the starters. It's kind of the flip side for Dixie State, which is a dangerous thing to look at going into the second half. Dixie State has trailed the entire half here against New Mexico State. It's 40 to 34, your halftime score here. Dixie State shot 10 of 26, good for 38.5% from the field. Three of nine from the three-point line, that's good for 33%. But what has kept them in the game? 11 for 11 from the free throw line. They're 100% on that category. They also have 19 rebounds. Six offensive, 13 defensive. There's not been any ties or lead changes due to the fact New Mexico State has led nearly 100% of the first half here. Largest lead was 13. That was at 32 to 19 with 7.06 left to go in the first half. Dixie State has more assists, 8 to 6. Has more turnovers as well, 11 to 7. And bench points, obviously, Dixie State has 7. Blocks in this game, Dixie State has three encore points. It's 40 to 24 in favor of New Mexico State. Fast break points, six to four in favor of Dixie State. Steals, five to three in favor of New Mexico State. 
points off of turnovers, 9-6 in favor of New Mexico State. Points in the paint has been a big number as well, 18-12 in favor of New Mexico State. Second chance points, 8-4 in favor of New Mexico State. And personal fouls, 13-10 in favor of Dixie State in that category. Never want to be leading that category here. So look at the individual numbers here for Dixie State. So far, your leading scorer is tied between Hunter Scobie and Cameron Gooden. Both have eight. And then number seven is with seven points. Frank Stain, who has zero points yesterday, has shown up to put seven in the buckets today. Callie, let's as we continue to wrap up this second half, I mean this halftime as we get ready for the second half. So we just got about under six left to go. So far, so good for Dixie State. It's just a couple buckets here and a couple buckets there. Maybe Dixie State is actually leading this. Yeah, I mean, the big side that stands out to me, Dixie State's only shot 38.5% from the field. They're lucky to still really be in the game. Um, New Mexico State hasn't shot particularly well either, so keep up the defensive trend. That's fine. But you hope you can level out that field goal percentage a little bit um, closer to, to you know your season average. The season average for Dixie State uh, is 42%. Even there, you, you're probably ahead on the day. Um it's been a really high-paced game. There's been a lot of, of possessions, both teams with 36 possessions. The one big issue you see, 36 possessions for both teams, yet New Mexico State has gotten off 32 shots and Dixie State only 26. So yeah, turnovers are a problem. Tighten it down, get closer to your average, which usually comes back to the mean. I think Dixie State's got a good shot to come back here in the second half. Also, we keep looking at New Mexico State, who will be competing in the Western Athletic Conference Championship. You mentioned it while we were in the game that Tarleton State and Dixie State were both on four-year bands. will be able to compete after two years in the WAC Conference Championship. So one of one, just two more years, just one more year after this year as we complete this year. This is the final game of the night for senior night for Hunter Schofield, Daisy Youngblood, Jerry Green, and Jamar Ergas. Three of the four are playing tonight for... Uh, Dixie State, but looking over to Mexico State, they haven't had to do too much. Again, Dixie State has kind of tripped over themselves here in the first half with 11 turnovers. New Mexico State has got nine points off of those 11 turnovers. Also, Dixie State with 13 fouls in this first half. It's, New Mexico State hasn't had to do too much, but they've been able to just stay consistent. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned in the top of the show, in top of the game here, that New Mexico State was a good defensive team. And I don't I don't think it's really what we've seen in the first half here. It's not that they've just put the clamps on Dixie State and held them down. And I think Dixie State even is controlling the tempo of the game pretty well. Um, but it's been self-inflicted wounds for Dixie State. Those turnovers, for the most part, aren't forced. They're just lazy passes. The fouls, it's not guys you know drawing fouls, really. It's just some bad fouls for Dixie State which is all things that are correctable. So if Coach Junkins can go in there and help correct those at halftime, you're going to see a very different second half, um, which I think is a good sign uh, for them. Let's look at the rest of the Western Athletic Conference Championship as we, be as I believe there's games tonight here. So I'm scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down, and towards the end of the year, oof. As there are games, as Tarleton State beat the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley today, 69-58. New Mexico State's uh, series with Chicago State was obviously canceled. That's why they're playing us. Utah Valley and Grand Canyon are in action right now. So give you a live score update with that one. Is if the computer 
can work here. Live stats as it is. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. As it's 43-36, 15-57 left to go in the second half here. Grand Cane over Utah Valley in that one. Also in action today is... Seattle University is playing Cal Baptist. Cal Baptist up 47-36. About 15 minutes to play in that game. Thank you, Cal, for saving me there on that one. Nonetheless, 40-34 to is our halftime score here. We got about, I would say, just under two minutes left to go before halftime starts. But let's wrap this up here before we get to a break, and then we'll come back to start the second half here. What does, Cal, what does Dixie State have to do just to either stay in this game until the very end and steal it or just come out and just just flat out win this game? Just complete, Just clean up the mistakes. I mean, there's nothing terrible going on. Um, better passes, more crisp with that. And, it's a, it's a big game now for Dixie State. As Tarleton took down University of Texas Rio Grande Valley, they have a chance to pass them in the standings tonight if they can come back and complete this comeback. Division One basketball is continuing. Nonetheless, if Dixie State is competing or not, Ohio State and Illinois were competing earlier today in this one. As we get a couple highlights here, Illinois hasn't been this competitive since I was about nine years old when they lost the national championship to North Carolina. Shout out to that team that year as um, it was, uh, ooh, I forget that team. Uh, Darren Williams was the point guard for that team. They lost in the 05 National Championship. Duke and North Carolina played today. Duke finished the season 11-11. They're at risk of falling out of the dance themselves in this, uh, in that one. North Carolina is not going. They only have under nine wins the season. Same thing for Kentucky, but Callan, Kansas is is they are going to the dance this year as they finish the season where I believe 15 wins on the year. Congratulations to Kansas. Definitely one of the four blue bloods that will go to the tournament. March Madness Tournament Selection Sunday is March 14th, so you might want to be glued to your TV for that one. I will. I'll be competing in the bracket tournament and seeing who is in it and who's not as we get the final score. 73-68 Illinois beats Ohio State after Ohio started the season 19-1 and they finished the season 19 19 and 5, dropping their last five games in that one. As we'll get back to action here on Radio Dixie 91.3, as we've reached the end of halftime here. Dixie State, red jerseys, white lettering, blue wording, blue numbers, apologies, blue numbering. Mexico State shows out of their white jerseys, maroon numbers, and a bit of a maroon. Lettering with just about of a blue edge on the end of their jerseys. Terrible looking jerseys. Callan is not afraid to show throw shade at anybody, especially on the broadcast, which I like. As Gillier will bring it down for the Aggies. He'll shoot one up. No good. Dacey Youngblood will bring it down here for the Trailblazers. Transition basketball. Hands over to Frank Stain. Puts it on the glass. No good. Rebound there by Tillman for New Mexico State. 40 to 34. 1935 left to go. Come out running there for Dixie. Keep that energy high. Rice feeds it over to Henry. Back over to Gilliard. Back over to Henry. Henry feeds it over to Rice. Back into Gil- Henry. No, he turned the ball over there. But Tillman is still going to come up with for New Mexico State. We'll try to back down Hunter Schofield, who's in foul trouble just a bit with three. Tillman, step back. Right side. No. Rebound there by Dixie State. Frank Stain will come up with it. He has numbers. Trevin Alfrey. Actually, that's Jerry Green as he almost turns the ball over there, and he will. 
The ball will go right back over to New Mexico State. Yeah, right out of the half, the same issue in the first the first half. Just clumsy mistakes. Not a very good pass. Probably still should have been caught, but not in the best of places for sure. 19-02 left to go here in the second half. New Mexico State leads over Dixie State 40-34. to Gilliard will bring it down here for New Mexico State. Gilliard all the way to the bucket. Kicks it back out to McCants. McCants back over to Henry. Back over to McCants being guarded by Jared Green. Jared Green, Hunter Schofield, Jason Youngblood, Frank Stink, and Cameron Gooden. You're five on the four for Dixie State. As McCants will get a bucket there, 42 to 34 to lead us back to eight. Gooden over to Steen. Over to Youngblood. Youngblood. Back over to Schofield. Back over to Cameron Gooden. Right side three. Gooden loses almost there for a second. Gets it back. Puts it off the glass. It's good. 42-36. 18-13 left to go. Gilliard brings it down for Rice. Gilliard's going to trip. Gets it back over to McCann's top of the key. Back over to Henry. Back over to Gilliard. Gilliard almost lost it there for a second. Kicks it back out to Rice. Back over to McCants. Back inside to Henry. He'll get it off the glass. And trading buckets is between here. Dixie State and New Mexico State here to start off the second half. 44-36. Eight-point lead again for New Mexico State. Gooden. He's inside to Schofield. Getting double team. Turns the ball over there. McCants comes up with it. Gives it off to Henry. Henry, no, over to Rice. So transition out of that. Half-court basketball. Over to Henry. Over to Gilliard. Over to McCants. Over to Henry. Over to Rice. Over to Gilliard. Over to Tillman. Tillman going to try to drive on the right side. No, loses the ball there. Gooding's going to come up with it. He's got numbers. Gooding all the way to the bucket. Will get fouled, and they're going to call him for the charge. More clumsy mistakes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell him. All self-inflicted wounds. Nothing special here from the Aggies. Just a bad job of Trailblazers. 44-36, 17-09 left to go. So Mexico State will bring it down. 17 minutes left to go. 44-36, the lead is up to eight. Tillman, over to Rice, over to Henry, over to Gilliard. Gilliard gets the screen there by McCants. Feeds it over to McCants, tries to drive it inside. Does a little spin around all the way to the bucket, and it's good, and the lead will go back to 10. McCants is balling out tonight. He's a big physical guy. He's controlling the tempo. Gets whatever he wants in the post. 46-36, 16-38 left to go. As Dacey Youngblood will drive it all the way to the bucket, he'll pull one off of McCants there, and he'll cut it back down to eight. 16-30 left to go in the second half. 46-38, McCants at the top of the key. Feeds it back over to Gilliard. Feeds it back over to Tillman. Tillman trying to back down Green. Almost had him on his ankles. Rice... He's it over to McCants again. Being guarded by Schofield. is Tillman all the way to the bucket. Puts it up and it's good. And it'll go back to 48-38. Tillman looking around asking where's the foul. Stain shoots it outside to Young, excuse me, Youngblood. Youngblood will shoot a mid-range shot off the board. No good. Gilliard over to McCants. Over to Henry. Back over to McCants. He'll shoot a three. No, no good. Rebound there by Hunter Schofield. Feeds over to Cameron Gooden. Gooden will bring it down for the Trailblazers. Gooden does a little spin around. No good on that one. Rebound there by Rice. 
15-30 left to go here in the second half. Henry back over to McCants. McCants back over to Rice. Back over to Henry. Back over to Gilliard. Top of the key towards the logo. Just a frustrating ball to watch for Dixie State out of the half. They can't hit a shot. Some pretty bad defense. Another foul there. I mean, nothing's going right for Dixie State. Media timeout here. Got to regroup and play better. We've reached the first media timeout of the second half. 48-38. Dixie State is trailing by 10 here. We'll take a one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie on Point 3. Be right back with more. Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama that you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3, broadcast live in the Burns Arena tonight. Senior night here for Dixie State as they try to finish the season on a high note as they walk into this one 8-12 overall. They're trailing New Mexico State here currently at the second half. 15-11 left to go here on the second half clock. We said, we said coming out of halftime, the key for Dixie State was to bring their shooting percentage back to the mean. Well, they have not. It's still at 38%, and that's what you're seeing. They're taking bad shots. If you take bad shots, you miss your shots. So it's sometimes basketball is really simple, and it is that simple for Dixie State tonight. Definitely one player, to, definitely a couple players Dixie State are missing is... Brock Gilbert, I mean, excuse me, Brock Gilbert. Um, it's, uh, let's look at the roster here. It's Tillman's going to knock down. Isaiah Pope is out tonight after he was injured last night. He went down hard and hit his head. I, I assume he's in concussion protocol. Isaiah Pope and... Is, is. Still without Jacob Nichols. There he's you been go. out for a couple of weeks now. Um, Surprise, Jared Green was playing tonight due to his injury. Another clumsy turnover for Dixie State there. Rice will bring it down here for New Mexico State. Will turn the ball over there themselves, but McNair will come up with come up with it for New Mexico State as Rice will just turn that ball right back over to Dixie State. 49-38. Tillman went one for two at the free throw line. 11 point lead here for New Mexico State. They have led the entire game up to this point. 14-40 left to go in the second half. It's just frustrating watching the game. I can't imagine how the players feel. I'm sure they're frustrated. You start to force up shots, and it gets worse and worse. Youngblood, get it here. Try to drive it inside. Feeds over to Schofield. Schofield gets it back over to Stain. Back over to Gooden. Gooden will shoot up a three. It's good, and that's his third three of the night here. It's 49-41. The lead is down to eight. 14-14 left to go. 
I try to cheer up Callen here on the broadcast. I'm just like, I'm trying to give him as many good plays as he can talk about, but there hasn't been too many. No, it's been tough in the second half here. Just a couple made buckets for Dixie State. But Cameron Gooden there with the three, keeping them in it. As the three will go down, and that's Rice. C.J. Roberts will check into the game here for Mexico State. Andre Molabia checks into the game here for Dixie State. As Youngblood will go to the free throw line. No, no good on that one. 52-41, the lead's back up to 11. Andre Molabia, Hunter Schofield, Cameron Gooden, Frank Stain, Dacey Youngblood, you're five on the floor for the Trailblazers. They'll call a foul on, Young, on, on Stain. Apologies. It's 13-30 left to go here in the second half. Look at a replay here. Uh, a little bit of an arm reach, a little bit of a shoulder grab. Def definitely not disagreeing with that call. I think that's Stain's third on the game. Brock Gilbert will check into the game. For Dixie State. McNair will get it out here on the inbound. We'll give it over to McNair. Excuse me, we'll give it over to Roberts. Give it back over to Gilliard. Gilliard inside. No, no good. Rebound there by Frank Stain. Gives it off to Dacey Youngblood. Still 52-41, 13-15. Left to go here in the second half. Gooden tries to feed it over to Schofield. Wasn't there. Gilliard will come up with a turnover. Dixie State in this half with just three made buckets and already five turnovers. Roberts over to McNair. Plays a little hot potato with him. Roberts almost loses his footing. Gets double teamed there. Scramble on the floor. Brock Gilbert got it, and there's going to be a foul called. And it looks like it'll be against Henry. So just scramble on the floor. 12.51 left to go here. Roberts lost his footing. Got double teamed as there's a scramble on the floor, and it looks like it's either on Henry or on Gilliard for trying to crash into Gilbert. But nonetheless, the ball will go back over to the Trailblazers. Gooden gets the screen there by Stain. Gooden will try to drive it inside. Gooden, a little step back jumper there. No good. Rebound there by McNair for New Mexico State. Henry will bring it down. Being guarded by Andre Molabia. They're going to call a charge on McNair. The ball will go right back over to Dixie State. Critical here. 12 minutes to go. If you don't put together a run soon, you really start to get late in the game. Dixie State in this half, just three for eight shooting. That's just 37%. New Mexico State shooting 50% from the field. 12-28 left to go here in the second half. Andre Molabia trying to drive away the bucket, and they're going to call him. Let's keep it on the floor here for Andre Molabia. They're going to call a blocking foul. Looks like it'll be on Henry. Surprised you didn't give him continuation there. Looks like that bucket should have counted to me. Nonetheless, he'll stay on the floor here. Dixie stay away inbound it. Brock Gilbert will be the inbounder. 12-25 left to go in New Mexico State. Still leads at 52-41. They're going to call a foul. Wilfried Lakey. Cameron Gooden is down reaching for his knee, but he looks like he'll be all right. Getting back up. A little slow. Dixie State's going to take a quick timeout here. 30-second timeout. Definitely not the start. Again, we've kind of mentioned it in the second half. It's just been slow and kind of just a little dull. Not a whole lot to report. But nonetheless, 
Callen, just to wrap up the entire season, Dixie State fought hard in every game they could fight in, whether they were down by 20 or down by 5. They have shown a lot of heart this season. I think they've earned the respect of the entire conference. They've absolutely shown a lot of heart. They're always hustling. They don't. They definitely don't give up. Unfortunately, I think some of them, it's almost to their detriment. I think they, they press so hard. They want it so bad that you start to push and you start to, to take bad shots. So I think the key if you go as you go into the offseason and Coach Junkins works with the boys is to, to learn how to calm down and play within yourself. You want to hustle. You want to play fast. But you want to stay under control. When you start to get out of control, that's what leads to big runs for other teams. I'll tell you what, if, there isn't, if there's a group of consistent people in the building cheering for the team, regardless if they're winning or losing, it is the cheerleading team and the cheerleaders all around for Dixie State this season. They've had to put those smiles on their faces and dance every time. Got to give them a little credit, staying consistent with their cheering and trying to get the team rallied up. Definitely a group of individuals that do not get the respect they deserve as Brock Kimbrough inbounding here for Dixie State. Gives it off to Frank Stain. Double team, but Stain will put it off the glass. No good. Rebound there by McNair for New Mexico State. Hands the ball over to Gilliard. Gilliard will bring it down for New Mexico State. Gets the screen there by Lakee. Gives it over to Lakee at the top of the key. Gives it over to Henry. Zorda Roberts, and they're going to call a foul. Looks like he'll be on Frank Stain. I think it was on Malabia. Camera went, the camera went right to him, so I just kind of did that myself. But I believe you're right. It'll be Andre Malabia. I think that's his second of the afternoon. Yeah, it is. 12 minutes left to go here in the second half. 52-41. The lead stayed like this for the last three minutes. McNair gives it over to Gilliard. Thought about a three. Still trying to drive around Brock Gilbert. Almost loses the ball there. And the last referee points is still in favor of New Mexico State as both all three referees didn't know who went off of as we'll get a better view here. Yeah, it looks like it was poked away by Cameron Gooden. We've reached the under 11-minute media timeout. We're going to take it here on Radio Dixie 91.3. 52-41 is still lead here for New Mexico State. A one-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 91.3. The Ed Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. Broadcasting live here in the Burns Arena tonight to get another shot of the cheerleading squads. They've put on a show all season long for the Dixie State Trailblazers, cheering them on all season long. So Mexico State will come out of the timeout here, will shoot one and miss one, and they'll just turn the ball right back over to Dixie State as Gilliard got called for a travel. To your point with the cheerleaders, it's interesting. I mean, they're usually sitting down on the floor below the bucket, and so even them in the COVID times have had to change how they do things standing up in the crowd. 
you kind of feel bad for especially the male cheerleaders. Their role has been very much diminished. Yeah, there was a couple last year, I remember that. A couple of them worked in the market as cash registers. So McNair will come over the rebound, but Cameron Gooding will spot for that one. But Roberts will come back up for it for New Mexico State as Gilliard will travel down. Henry gives it out to McNair. McNair. They're going to call foul Brock Gilbert for push on McNair. It is Brock Gilbert, Cameron Gooden, Andre Molabia, Hunter Schofield, Frank Stanier, five on the floor for Dixie State. So I believe that's Brock Gilbert's first foul of the afternoon. Definitely you and I were talking about Brock Gilbert off the air. He's been an underrated player for Dixie State all season, more of a facilitator than he is a scorer, but nonetheless a good future point guard for this team. Yeah, I mean, you look at the box score, and, and it doesn't pop out to you. He's not a big scorer. He's not going to get a lot of steals or rebounds. Decent amount of assists, but even then, it's not the mo he's not a guy that's getting 10 assists a game. He's not playing too many minutes, but when he's out there, he just helps the team, the mentality be more move the ball around, get good shots kind of guy. C.J. Roberts knocks down a jumper there for New Mexico State, extends the lead to 13 here, 54-41. 10.30 left to go here in the second half. Because they're going to call a stain on a push and turn the ball right over to New Mexico State. Frank Stain there. Uh, we foul number three on him. So Frank's got three. Schofield's got three. Alfrey's got three. Jared Green's got four. I mean, you're, you're starting to run out of guys there. Roberts will bring him down here for New Mexico State. Hands over to McNair, then back over to Lakey, then back over to Roberts, then back over to McNair. Trevin Alfrey will check into the game here. Alfrey will get one up, and it's good. He tripped over Brock Gilbert. No foul called. 56-41, 10-13 left to go here in the second half. <coughs> Gilbert gets a screener by Stain. Gilbert driving around, gives it over to Gooden. Gooden gets a little screener by Alfrey. Gives it all free, trying to back down inside. Kicks it back over to Gooding. Gooding will shuck up a three. No good. Rebound there by Roberts. So they're going to call another foul on Stain, and that'll be his fourth. And I think John Juggins, yes, he will bring him off the bench. Question is, who's he going to bring off the bench in replacement for him? And I believe it's going to be Jared Green. I think Jared Green and Hunter Schofield are back in. Yes, they are. Yeah. There's just not much that Dixie State has done well tonight, frankly. And you're seeing that in the score. Already foul number seven on Dixie State. So New Mexico State will be shooting free throws for the last 10 minutes of this game. Miss there. Hunter comes up with a rebound and Brock brings it down the floor. But uh, unless something changes drastically here, it's, it's not looking like a good outlook. Brock Gilbert feeds over to Jared Green, top of the key. Back over to Andre Molabia. Molabia. Feeds it over to Gooding. Gooding gets a screen there by Schofield. Back over to Schofield. Three there for Schofield. No good. Rebound there by McNair. No foul call. Roberts will give it over to Lakey. Lakey will shoot up a three. No good. Rebound there by Jared Green. They're going to call an over the back foul. I think uh, he's calling timeout for an injury. So it looks like Rice is hurting on his head. They pointed to Jared Green. I thought they called him over the back on Jared Green, which would have been heartbreaking because that would have been his fifth foul on the senior as it is senior night tonight here in the Burns Arena. Last year, Dixie State did go out with a win in, in senior night as looks like Rice 
Got a hit on his head, but let's look back at that. Don't know where it came from. So we get a replay of it right here. Uh, looks like Molabia just got him accidentally on the head. So Rice was reaching for it. It looks like he's going to be okay. It will stay in the game. 9.20 left to go here. Bit of a fast second half. Not as slow as it was in the first half. It was a bit slow in the first half towards the end. Definitely did pick up in the first half to begin with. Yeah, just a, a lot of running for both teams, which will keep the game moving. Um, a lot of turnovers, sloppy that way, but not a lot of losing it out of bounds, things that slow the game down. Clock's really been running pretty well. Brock Gilbert here. Gives it over to Hunter Schofield. Schofield all in the bucket. Gets his shot blocked. He'll land on the back end of the of the board itself. No foul called. Gilliard will bring it down and says, slow it down, slow it down. Let's just run some clock here. 20 seconds left to go on the shot clock. 56-41 still. Gilliard gives it over to Roberts. Roberts speeds into McCants. Back over to Roberts. CJ Roberts for a three, and that's good. And the lead goes up to seven. Excuse me, goes up to 18. 59-61. Mexico, New Mexico State flexing their muscle. Gilbert. They're going to call a foul. It looks like they'll call it on CJ Roberts. So that's the second foul on Dixie State this first half. It'll stay on the floor. 831 left to go in the second half. As this is the largest lead of the half. The largest lead of the game. Largest lead up to this point was 13. Mexico State blowing that one out of the water. Yeah, the second half hasn't really gone any better than the first half did. You hope to make some adjustments out of the locker room. It hasn't been the case. Uh, New Mexico State's record doesn't show that they're a dominant team, but I, I don't really think they Dixie State matches up well against them. New Mexico State works with size. And Dixie State doesn't have a lot of it. Is there a scramble on the floor? Still a scramble on the floor. Lane Parker will come up with it. No foul called. Lane Parker, Hunter Schofield, Jerry Green. As Parker will go all the way to the bucket, he'll put one off the glass. It's good. That's the first bucket for Dixie State in a long time. 59-43. 7.45 of the go in the second half. Williams over to Roberts inside of McCants. Back over to Henry. Henry got a shot blocked. They're going to call a foul on Hunter Schofield. Hunter Schofield is asking for an explanation. He'll get his explanation saying, you found him. That's it. 7.32 left to go here in the second half. We'll take the one-minute media timeout here. We'll be right back with more action here between Dixie State and New Mexico State here on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to Radio Dixie 91.3. 
Me and Callen are just joking around here during the halftime, during the break. Spring break next week, Callen. You got any plans? I'm going up to Central Utah to work. I work for Dish Network. I install TV, so uh, no big break for me. You work for Dish? Where, where's the hookup here? I need a job, too. You you want to install for Dish? Job kind of sucks, but it pays well. Uh, you know what? Working for IT and just being on calls, why not, man? You get to travel around and figure out where other people live, kind of explore Utah. Why not? Well, we're going to Ohio this year, so about a 20-hour drive if you want to come. Sure, why not? Well, that last bucket for Leighton Parker was the first Dixie State bucket in nearly seven minutes. For the 7.32 mark right now, the last bucket came at 14.22. As now they'll go back to the monitor. Start having a discussion here. Hunter Schofield got a block, and they called it a foul. And they're discussing, I think, the foul itself. I don't know. Are they reviewing it for a flagrant, maybe? I don't know if that could be a flagrant. We'll explain flagrants here. Flagrant one is wasn't intentional and it wasn't on purpose, but the person that got the person that fouled the player for the flagrant foul will get considered a technical. It has to be excessive or unnecessary contact to the head or neck area, and I think he just hit his arm there. So I don't, I don't see how you could turn this one into a flagrant. It is foul number four on Schofield. So Schofield, Stain, Youngblood, all with four fouls now. I don't know what you could really be seeing. Henry went down on himself on his own. He landed on his left leg. He went down awkwardly, and they still call the foul. So now they're still discussing it amongst the refs. You know, it's interesting. Why, why can't you have this discussion uh, on the timeout? Why do we have to wait till we come back? As it still looks like it'll be free throw shots here for Henry for New Mexico State. Everybody's putting their mask back on and trying to make sure they're all safe. Everybody's wearing masks in the building. Henry will will shoot the first free throw, go down. Bit of a quick second half, but now it's slowed down. Yeah, especially here with New Mexico State in the bonus, you will uh, likely see a slower pace as they get to the line quite a bit. As Mexico State will show a half-court trap here. Lane Parker, Hunter Schofield. Schofield will go all the way to the bucket. Knocked down his first slam dunk of the season. Finally puts one of them down. Checks it off his bucket list. He's been trying for the last three years here at Dixie State. About time. He's a big enough dude to do it. Henry over to McCants. Back over to Roberts. Back over to Williams. Back over to Henry. Tries to feed it inside. No, Hunter Scobie is going to come over that turnover there. Gooding will bring it down. Gooding will go around. Go around screen there by Hunter Schofield. They're going to call a foul. Looks like it'll be the third one on, I apologize, I called him C.J. Roberts during the game, but it's Mason Keir, the 6'9 Rescher Jr. out of Brandon, Brandon, Florida. That's his third of the afternoon there as McCants will knock one out of bounds. And will stay with Dixie State. 61-45. 6.45 left to go here. As the game is slowed down significantly. It's not to a snail crawl, but definitely to a point where Dixie State wishes that clock could run a little bit faster. Schofield shot one up, but they're going to call a foul against Williams. They'll stay on the floor yet again. Uh, how many fouls is that now? It'll be, I think that'll be foul number seven. I think that's one and one here. 
You're actually right. Jerry Green's going to go to the line. It was a foul away from the ball. Jerry Green's going to go to the free throw line. Dixie State already 11-11 on the season. Can they knock down another? Yes, they can. Well, if nothing else, good for the free throw line tonight. I was about to say the same thing. Always want to take some good from the bad and always take some bad from the good. Take some positive into the offseason here. Train, get better, and come back storming in the Western Athletic Conference. Now you just sound like a coach. 61-47, 630 left to go. Who knows? Maybe it's in my future. When John Junkins wants to hang him up, I'll take his spot. <laughs> I think you and Jacob Zimmerman, who also calls games for us here on Radio Dixie on Point 3, I would say you two are in the running for the head coaching position here at Dixie State University. Me, I'm just a radio guy. That's all I am. I don't know. I think, you, I think you do a fine job. I'll, I'll go take Fontenhauer's job with the baseball team. That's my sport. <laughs> or take over for Justin Decker in cross country. I can coach the team. Whichever one. Kier gives it over to... Looks like he gave it over to Rice, but they're going to call Kier for a travel, and Kier going to come back out of the game. 61-47, still 6.20 left to go. Martin, which, which head coaching position here at Dixie State are you shooting for? Whose job are you looking to take? I'm not trying to take Paul Peterson's job. I'm trying to learn every little in, inch and nook and cranny of football he knows. I want to be in that position one day. Definitely want to be an offensive coordinator or an offensive line coach. But if I could work with Coach Paul Peterson, I would work with him. Stain right. will shoot up a three. Good. That's his second one all the afternoon. Dixie State with a little life here. 61-50. Just a 14-point game. 11-point game. Oh, 11-point game. My bad. Williams tries to drive it inside. Double team there. Shoots it over to Roberts. Roberts almost loses it there for a second. Triple team. He fights that one. Stain almost comes up with a turnover. Lane Parker now comes up with it. Feeds over to Cameron Gooden. He tried to slam it up, but he got fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line. 539 left to go here in the second half. Dixie State with a little life. All right. He put down a couple shots here. Back down to a nine-point game. Still got over five and a half minutes to play. Maybe this one ain't over. Lane Parker gave it over to Gooden. Gooden thought about slamming it, and just Roberts met him at the bucket. And Gooden wants that dunk. You saw him last night try to go up against the big man, uh, McCant for Mexico State, and he got shoved to the floor. But Uh, a foul both times. As Gooden will keep the streak alive at the free throw line for Dixie State. It's a 10-point lead. 5.39 left to go. There's still life in this ballgame. It's not over yet, people. 5.39 left to go. 61-51. Gooden and ends the streak there, and the broadcast curse is still alive. Come on, Martin. That one's on you. Roberts feed over to Rice. Rice double-teamed yet again. Almost turns the ball over there. Gives it over to... Tillman. Tillman back over to Akili. Akili missed it. Rebound there by Tillman. Puts it up. No good. And they're going to call a blocking foul against Lane Parker. Wilfred Lakey shot it up. Tillman got the rebound. Went to the bucket. Met Lane Parker. And they called Parker for a blocking foul. Mexico State is going to go back to the free throw line. That'll be Parker's third. Uh, yeah, I would have caught a charge. That's just me. Well, you're biased, Martin. Uh, hey, you got to be a little biased. Got to be. Absolutely. I, I can't fault you for it. Just tell me we'll miss the first there. 
for the broadcaster curse. He's definitely going to hit this one, right? He's going to hit it. <laughs> now you and I are just having too much fun, yet I'm enjoying it at the same time. Well, well good. I'm glad you're having a good night. <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes when your teams are just losing, man, you got to find some way to have fun. Tillman shoots it up and is good. Callan gave him a little motivation to knock that one down. 11-point lead here again for New Mexico State. All right, that one's on me. Gooden trying to feed it in over to Jared Green. He was open, but McCann said no. Feeds over to Parker. Now feeds over to Schofield. Schofield feeds over to Stain. Stain. Trying to look for a three. No, gives it over to Green inside the two-point line. It's good. Single 60, digits. 62-53. 445 left to go here. Still a live ball game. Put on the clamps. Got to get a stop. Rice feeds it over to Tillman. Tillman back over to Rice, back over to Gilliard. 435 left to go. Time is of the essence for Dixie State. McCants. Almost feeds it over to Tillman. Almost lost it there, but feeds it over to Roberts. Off the glass. It's good. The lead will go back to 11. 64-53, 420 left to go. That's the danger of the pressure and running all the double teams. Somebody eventually gets open. 415 left to go. Gooden telling Stane what to do. Feeds it into Schofield. Schofield off the glass. No good. Almost rebounded there by Stane, but there's going to be a foul called, and it's going to stay with Dixie State. Stane looks to the bench. Gets a mouthful from John Junkins. He nods his head and says, yes, sir. Junkins is not a guy I would mess with. That, that coaching staff for Dixie's got some, some dudes with size. One of the assistants, 7-3 for Dixie State. Played center down at the University of Utah a few years ago. Youngblood will go all the way to the bucket. He missed that one. Still saved alive there by Stain. Back over to Schofield. Three for Schofield off the rim. Rebound there by Tillman for New Mexico State. He's a volunteer coach. He's not a full-time coach for Dixie State. Volunteers on his own time, especially for home games. Does not travel with the team on the road. Forget his name off the top of my head here. So there is a timeout. We'll look up the name here during the timeout. It is... David Foster. Definitely a big dude. Makes me look like a small person. And you're and you're not a small person. I am not a small person by the least bit. As we'll take the timeout here. 45-second timeout here on Radio Dixie 1.3. When we return, more action here between Dixie State and New Mexico State on Radio Dixie 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 64-53, 3.35 left to go here on the broadcast. Dixie State, Mexico State in action tonight. Tillman will miss the first free throw here. He goes to the line here for... New Mexico State senior night here for Dixie State. 64-53, 11-point lead here for New Mexico State. Dixie State with a little bit of life. He's going to knock down one of two. 12-point lead now. 
Going to need some senior night magic. We're going to make it happen. Youngblood will bring it down here for Dixie State. Youngblood, Lane Parker, Dayson, excuse me, Frank Stain, Hunter Schofield. Schofield's going to get a shot blocked there. And Andre Molabia almost came up with a rebound. Molabia, Youngblood, Schofield, Stain, Parker, you're five on the floor for Dixie State. So I've had a couple hiccups there. Apologies. Roberts, just hold on to the ball here. Three minutes left to go. So Mexico State trying to wrap this up, trying to stop the run here by Dixie State. They had one last night of 100 Scofields, 20 points. They just lost it by 10, could not come back as Roberts will shoot, shoot a three, no good. Rebound there by Hunter Scofield. Gives it off to Dacey Youngblood, 2.45 left to go. Youngblood. He's over Scofield. Scofield trying to dice the middle. No, gets his shot blocked there by McCants. 2.30 left to go here in the second half. We approach the two-minute mark here to go. I, I imagine it, at some point, Coach Chunkins might put in Jamar Irgis, the other senior tonight. We haven't seen any playing time from him. Saw him on the bench. Doesn't look like he has a uniform on. I think he's still sitting out for some reason. Not sure why. Nonetheless, Jamar Irgis got the... Got the acceptance by the crowd earlier today during the pregame show for being on a senior night. McCants will shoot up a three. No good. Rebound there by Andre Molabia. Under two minutes left to go. Still a 12-point lead here for New Mexico State. Molabia feeds into Schofield. Schofield shoots up one. No good. Rebound there by McCants for New Mexico State. And that ball was all the way through the hoop before it came back down, out. Roberts will just drive the time down. As McNair and Lakeely are to the bench. Well, at this point, Dixie State happy to let them run the clock. Looks like Dixie State's not going to end the season with that elusive senior night win. But a good fight all the way through, no doubt. Gillier's going to shoot one up there. No good. I said it on my podcast. There's 115 left to go as Parker. Loses it there for a second. McCants comes up with that rebound. We'll hit 110 left. I said it on my podcast, a little shameless plug, the Coin Flip Podcast. Episode number 26 is up on YouTube. Go look up the Coin Flip Podcast itself. I said it on one of the podcasts as Roberts goes all the way to the bucket, but Mexico State's going to bring in five reserves. It's number 20. Tennessee Owens. Yeah, that's a mouthful name. Tennessee Owens from La Cruces, New Mexico. Number 24, William McNair. Number 32, Bryce Rewalt. Number 22, Wilfred Lakeely. Number 55, Gerard Gerald Dokes. So just reach one minute. You know, New Mexico State, unfortunately, not really going to get their senior night. Not allowed to have home games right now. But as much as we're sad for the Dixie State seniors, remember the other team, they have seniors too. It's nice to let them get on the floor, let them finish their career with the win. So 65-53 is Tennessee Owens shot up a three. Stacey Umbla is going to come off the floor for the final time as a Dixie State trailblazer. How go the coaches? Tough to see the emotional moments like that, but Dayson's had a great career here at Dixie State. Someone that will be remembered for the Trailblazers. It's been one of the consistent rocks here at Dixie State. Andre Molabia will shoot up a three. That's good. 36.6 left to go. 
So all the seniors are, I believe, are on the floor. And yes, they are. Jared Green, Hunter Schofield, Jamar Ergos, and Daisy Youngblood celebrating tonight as seniors as Cameron Gooden couldn't get this dunk down either. Boy, does he want that. The Dokes will bring it down here for Mexico State. He traveled. Back to my back to my story there, just, just to wrap it up. I think what the NBA should do is eliminate all the all the courtside seat, all the courtside seats, get rid of them entirely. And just keep the benches on the sidelines as they do in the NBA and all that. And let the media back onto the sidelines. I think is what the NBA should do. That's just me. This final seconds will wrap up here. 68-56. Dixie State, New Mexico State will wrap up here. As Dixie State will fall to 8-13 on the season. Their first losing season in more than five seasons. Hunter Schofield, Jared Green, Dacey Youngblood, and Jamar Ergos will finish their careers at Dixie State tonight. 68-56 is the final score here for you. We're going to take a quick two-minute timeout here on Radio Dixie 9.3. When we return, we're going to wrap it up in the Radio Dixie 9.3 post-game show being brought to you by Ken Gar St. George Sport Lincoln. All coming up in two minutes here on Radio Dixie 91.3. Broadcasting live here in the Burns Arena for the final time this year. Dixie State men's basketball fell 68-56, 12 point loss to New Mexico State. They'll finish the season on a two-game losing streak. Dixie State not getting the wins they particularly wanted. Nonetheless, Dixie State finished the season 8-13 overall. Mexico State will go to 9, will go to 10 and 7 on the on the year overall. Callan Webster, the broadcaster with me tonight. Second game of the year. Callan will want you to come back next year and definitely do some women's games, some men's games. We're gonna, I'm gonna try to get you in every single possibility of a sport I can do with you next season, man. I will be here as much as I can, Martin. It's been a great time. You'll still hear me this season, probably a little bit on football, baseball. I'll be back in the studio. We're going to have you on for the Kinesaw State game. That won't happen for a couple weeks. That will be at 11 o'clock in the morning. Oof. We're going to have to wake up early for that one. This is a 1 o'clock afternoon start on in Georgia time as the game will be in Georgia. So we're going to have to get up early for that one. But nonetheless, we'll have a good one on that one. But let's get back to the basketball game here tonight. Callen, 68-56, the final score here. New Mexico State over Dixie State. From the jump, New Mexico State pounded Dixie State into the ground and said they are not winning tonight. Even though it was senior night for four seniors, they did not let up from the jump. Sometimes basketball is really simple, Martin. Dixie State shot 34% from the floor. You are not going to win very often doing that. No, you are not. Final stats for Dixie State, 34% from the field, 33, 35% from the three-point line, 93% from the free-throw line. They've had issues with shooting at the free-throw line this season. They're at just above 70% on the season. They have now bumped that up immediately. They had a total of 30 rebounds in this game, 7 offensive, 23 defensive. They did not lead at all in this game as they trailed 100% of this game to New Mexico State in this one. They had 12 assists, 18 turnovers, 12 bench points, 4 blocks, 36 points on the court, but 7 seven fast break points, only 20 points in the paint, only 15 points off of turnovers, and 23 fouls at the end of the night. Just just not, just, just not the clean game that John Juck has wanted. Sloppy all over the place for Dixie State tonight. Absolutely. A lot of turnovers, a lot of bad fouls, bad shots. That's what you've seen. When Dixie State loses this year, that's typically the culprit. Um, 
they're a good team. They're a good, talented team. That transition to Division One is not an easy thing. You go from playing guys in Division Two to guys that are bigger, faster, stronger, got more skill. Just to hang around, I think they had a solid season, something to build on and work towards being better in the WAC next year. Let's talk about New Mexico State here just a little bit. As they'll be going on to play in the WAC tournament. This will bump them up to still third in the conference. They'll have a good seed in that one as Dixie State and Tarleton State and California Badgers, the only three teams that won't be competing in the WAC tournament. It'll be a small tournament, but nonetheless, New Mexico State will be competing for it. New Mexico State, not a particularly great shooting team, but defensively in size is what Dixie State throws, I mean, excuse me, what New Mexico State throws at everybody, and it's enough to bother everybody. Yeah, New Mexico State is a solid team. Of course, just a six-team tournament in the WAC with a couple of teams still on their postseason suspension moving to Division One, and Chicago State having opted out of the season. Um, I don't really think they have what it takes to hang with Utah Valley or Grand Canyon. Uh, those are the two teams that likely will be playing for that win in the tournament. Grand Canyon was able to, to beat Utah Valley today. They split their series. I imagine the final in the WAC tournament will come down to those two playing for you know, a spot in the big dance to play in that field of 64. Apologies about that. I'm looking at some ESPN uh, stats here as Duke is in jeopardy of breaking their 24-year streak of making it to the NCAA tournament. So they finish the season 11-11 and on the season. Definitely not a year for them at all. But I will say with a, with a shameless plug, Illinois basketball is back because they're one of the top five teams in the country. Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State, Big Ten basketball is back, baby. I'll remind you, my Missouri Tigers did beat Illinois earlier this season. Oh, Lord. you Okay, whatever. You know what? At least I got a national championship way back in the day, but nonetheless, a national championship over Missouri basketball. You weren't alive. Eh, whatever. I saw them compete in a national championship at least. I saw them lose to North Carolina in 2005. I'll say that to my grave as well. All right, I saw you them have fun. I saw them compete in one. Anyway. Let's wrap this postgame show up. Listen, we could talk about all of the negativity here for Dixie State. They just they just got off flat played out. That's simply as it got down to it. Dixie State just did not have enough offense to come back into it. Foul trouble was a problem for them. Jared Green had five fouls. Hunter Scopio had four. Trevin Alfrey had three. Hunter, uh, excuse me, Frank Stain had four. It just was not a good clean game for Dixie State tonight. Definitely things they can take into their next season as they'll rebound from this next year. Possibly Jerry Green, Dacey Youngblood, Hunter Scoville can come back due to the fact that the NCAA said they can come back for another season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Maybe they come back, maybe they don't, but Dixie State next year is going to have a very good team. They are. You have to come back. I mean, you have years to build. The four-year suspension from the playoffs means there's not that much to play for but pride. Um, but I think Dixie State can play with a lot of pride. And they'll they'll do well. This game isn't is certainly not a doom to them. All right, let's name a player of the game and play of the game here. Callan, for player of the game, who are we going to give the the King Garf St. George for player of the game for the night? I think player of the game has to go to Donnie Tillman for New Mexico State. He scored 22 points tonight. He's three for five from three, six rebounds, uh, a couple assists. He had a really good night. Um, McCants played really well in the first half. Thought he might be on the way to it, but the 6-7 forward, Donnie Tillman, the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game. All right, let's name the Ken Garf St. George Ford play of the game as we transition from the player of the game to play of the game. What was the play of the game? 
you know, this this play might not have been uh, one to flip the tables or have a huge impact on the final score, but it's senior night. I got to give the the play of the game to one of the seniors, Hunter Schofield. He finally got that dunk he was looking for about the seven minute mark in the game. Not a big play for the final score, but a big play for him to go out and get uh, a rim rattler like that. Thank you for joining us on the broadcast tonight. Again, Dixie State men's basketball, they finished their season 8-13 and 13 overall in their first D1 era of all time in men's basketball. Definitely not the season they wanted. It's their first losing season in five seasons under John Judkins. Their first since they joined the uh, first since they were playing in the, um, not the RMAC, the conference before that. They had a couple losing seasons before that. Um, PacWest. Sorry about that. Callan's trying to help me out there. PacWest. They haven't had a losing streak since they were in the PacWest, but now they are trying to bounce back after that. Next season will start for them late in November during the Thanksgiving breaks. We'll see you then again for Dixie State basketball. Dixie State football will be on tomorrow. We'll have that game against New Mexico State. It'll be in El Paso, Texas. And Callan, when can we see you next time for a broadcast for the baseball team? To be determined. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, thank you so much. That's Callan Webster. I'm Martin Kelly. You guys have yourself a good night. Have a good one. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Dixie State Athletics, DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to Radio Dixie 91.3.